Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as we plow our way through the hour, as we try to divide the rage from the reason and slow things down just a little bit, uh, I had a great converse- conversation uh, recently with Clark Gilbert, uh, who is the president of BYU Pathway Worldwide. And uh, if you know Clark Gilbert, uh, he is a, a master, a student and a master uh implementer of disruptive innovation and uh, he has been doing that in a a number of places over his career starting at harvard uh, done that for a number of businesses and uh, now he's at uh, byu pathway worldwide really trying to apply disruptive innovation uh, much of which is already happening within the education higher education in particular Uh, so it was a great opportunity to sit down with him get an update on how things are progressing uh, with byu pathway a, a really a global perspective there and uh, just to get his perspective on things. And so we started our conversation uh, as part of the uh, My Therefore What podcast, and uh, I asked Clark uh, about their program, what was happening, and what kind of resource it was really turning into in the midst of a global pandemic. It's interesting. It it turns out that being affordable online and something you can do no matter where you live around your work schedule turned out to be really a compelling resource to people during a pandemic. And BYU Pathway has allowed people to continue their education, even with all the commotion happening around the pandemic and uh, happening in their lives. Uh, that's been a big part of it. BYU Pathway is very affordable, usually about the half, half of the price of a community college. And the students, because it's online and they only have a gathering once a week, which is done during the pandemic is being done, via Zoom technology, um, the students find it very flexible to their work and life situations. So, of course, uh, just having that flexibility, that understanding uh, of what's going on there. Uh, and then the the deeper dive, and this was the question I was dying to ask uh, Clark Gilbert in his role as president of BYU Pathway Worldwide, and that is this whole area of disruptive innovation. How are they applying it? What is it doing as it relates to higher education? Uh, one sign that a market is poised to be disrupted is when new innovations don't yield more consumption. You know, you, you can add fancier dorm rooms and more PhDs to an academic program, and 
people don't really consume more of it. Uh, you can add uh, more uh, journalistic training and style guide training, but people aren't consuming it. And that, that creates a circumstance that we call uh, being overshot, where a market's providing more than the core of what people need. And the essence of what people need is not well provided for, or it's way too expensive. When you look to innovate, uh, Clay Christensen, who I studied with at the Harvard Business School, used to always say, it's easy to innovate up, it's very hard to innovate down. And what he meant by that is, you know, people are good at making things more and more complex, but making them more simple and more affordable, that's really hard. It's not hard, you know, empirically or mathematically. It's it's hard because we build cultural systems around making things move up and up, and we view that as improved performance. A lot of times the market just doesn't see it. And so, you know, what, what, you know, think about your cell phone. Do you really need a $900 or $1,000 cell phone? Or if it did four or five things for you really well, would you be just as happy if it only did those things, but you only had to pay $100 for it? Yeah. And, and that's what we see happening in higher education right now, which is, you know, more and more things are being added that, that really aren't valued by students and their families. Student education debt is crossed $1.4 trillion. It's the largest growing debt category in America. It's past consumer debt. Mm. You know, why is it growing? Why is the cost structure growing so much faster than inflation? It's because a lot of the new spending is going into things that students don't really value. And we, we've lost track of serving the needs of parents and, and the students at the core essence of what higher education is supposed to do. So I think that kind of disruption, that innovation uh, that is taking place is really long overdue as it comes to higher education. And uh, there are a lot around the state that are uh, really engaging that in full. And uh, I asked Clark next, you know, what uh, what is it that actually leads to success? Uh, many of their students are uh, first-time students or first in a family or first in a generation uh, pursuing higher education. Uh, and I loved where he started in terms of the kind of skills, the usable, practical, tactical skills that often we save for the end of a degree program, and they're rocketing them forward to the front end. And it really starts with early on teaching life skills and professional skills that you need to be successful in the program. We also have an extensive uh, mentoring program where we find students who might need extra help and we intervene and find ways to uh, help them out. Sometimes they just need a support network. Our uh, first semester retention rate is you know, well over 80% and our four-year graduation rate is above the national average, even though our risk profile looks much more like traditional community colleges. And then some of that's just the students really do learn that they have more uh, potential beyond what they might have thought possible. And finally, I got to ask uh, Clark uh, my favorite question, the therefore what question. What should be what should people be doing, thinking about uh, as it relates to higher education, whether they're a young person just getting out of high school, whether they're a mid-career person, an older person? Uh, what should we be thinking in terms of higher education? 
will come and be part of this. Mm-hmm. Come to BYUPathway.org, learn about it. And whether it's for you or someone you know, I mean, you know, there's so many people who thought they couldn't do this. They couldn't pursue their education any further. And that's just not true. That's that's false doctrine. There is capacity and potential in so many people that just needs to be unlocked. Let them learn about the program, share that with other people, because, you know, the story of BYU Pathway is come and see what we can do for you and, you know, turn on that capacity. We'll give you the skills and the framework to do it, but you can do it. All right, that's my uh, conversation with Clark Gilbert uh, from BYU Pathway Worldwide. They've uh, exceeded 50,000 uh, students this year, 150 different countries, and they're really doing some things that uh, change lives around the world. And I love that it is skills first, practical, tactical stuff first, get people some success early on uh, and move forward from there. So lots to learn, a lot of great disruptive innovation uh, happening. Again, uh, big thanks to Clark Gilbert, president of BYU Pathway Worldwide, uh, for his innovation as it relates to higher education and their programs there. All right, we'll go ahead and step aside. Final commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the future of news. Find out what's coming next on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 